Ask the Podcast Coach for July 23rd, 2016. Let's get ready to podcast. Yes, there it is. We got the band back together, man. It's uh, July 23rd. It is Ask the Podcast Coach, which you can find us at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live every Saturday at 1030. I am uh, Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting and joining me right over there. He wants not a he wants snot a man. Yes, you did snot a man. He shot a man for snoring, um, and uh, I shouldn't have brought the cat. Uh, <laughs> Jim Collison from the Average Guy TV. Uh, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. I feel like I've got a little bit of that micro voice that you had going on after uh, podcast movement. We had our own podcast movement, not really, but so I work for Gallup, and we had a big strengths Clifton Strengths Summit this week. About seven hundred fifty people. If you ever want to, so like these are all my listeners that showed up at this conference, oh, right? Man. We have a podcast at work and and we do a couple shows. So 750, I, I probably 350 of them are fans. Dave, I, I never got so many hugs and selfies and pictures. And it was, it was the weirdest thing. I never like my, you know, my tech shows don't invoke that kind of response, right. but the, the strengths one do. And so busy week, a lot of talking, a lot of conference talking. Like that's why your voice was so shot last oh. two weeks ago when we, when we were talking, because you're talking over other people talking and you're talking all day. So my voice is a little, a little done today, but I think we can make it through. Ask the podcast. coach. Yeah. That was the thing is, is it's the talking over people. And then the fact that it's just never ending. Uh, the conference floor was it pretty loud on the conf- on the conference yeah, floor? There was podcast movement. There were just tons, and we were the Libsyn booth was right outside the main hall, and we really thought we would get a break when session started, and we just didn't. And so, and so uh, a session would end, and this big hall would empty, and everybody would just kind of congregate there. And so, you know, you're like. Well, they wanted to meet the Dave Jackson, so they were like get queuing up in line. Well, that and it's they the weirdest thing when you're when you're in a, when you when you meet your engaged audience, it's pretty amazing. I, I am. It is. I mean, we have this at Gallup. We have this terminology. It says my bucket is full. You know, it's one of those things when you are completely energized and everything mm-hmm. is going right, and your your bucket's full. Wow, it was spilling over, and to hear directly from the listeners. The other weird thing, right, is that they see us. We never see them, right? right? So you you experience this problem. I'm sure people come up to you, and they know you. They know things about you. They know, but you you don't have a you don't have a clue who they are, and uh, and so you got to kind of quickly catch up with them, right? And and so it's it was an experience like none other. If you ever get an opportunity to be in a spot in a space where you get to meet your listeners directly, it is incredible. It and, is. Uh, it's yeah. And it's it's not, awesome. I was listening to a book called Fascinate that I would tell you the author if I had my phone here, um, but it's MIA, uh, Sally Hogshead. There we go. Um, and the book itself is kind of meh. It's all about marketing and how to build your brand, and it was okay. Um, I hate audiobooks that have a ton of like results from surveys. It just doesn't work well to go. It does and, not translate. And 17% yeah. people said, blah, 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 and 42%, and you're like, numbers, numbers, and more numbers. But she said that. She said the, the best way to build your brand is, she goes, it just, it, it was something like 18% more interaction if you do it face-to-face. Because she was saying, how do you stand out in today's world of Facebooking and Snapchatting and all the other fun-filled stuff? Um, did I just I, say- I wish I had something to hand out. I, I, I underestimated that. And I wish I would have had stickers or engagement items, you know, to hand out, even though these are listeners and you don't need to track them back, right? right. They're going to continue to listen. Uh, I still wish I would have had that engagement. I, I totally underestimated it. I kind of thought I'd have a few people come up and say, Hey, you know, thank hey, you. man, you're the Jim Cullison. Come on. Holy you are the crap, average guy dude. TV. Totally underestimated. Well, when I do my tech stuff, like it's not that way. Right. At all. Well, I'm this, in this case, you're Mr. Gallup, man. You're, you're, you know, you're the yeah. voice of the podcast. It's, I had someone jump in the studio. I had somebody come up and say, Hey, could you, you know, give us a tour? And so I took him up to the studio and they jumped in the chair and took pictures and it's just a little, it was, well, it was interesting. It was great. Felt great. Well, just to tell you, I, I, I have her card. I will have to connect you. It's somebody who does a show on strengths. It's kind of the strengths finder podcast, but it's not an official yeah. strengths. Point. And I said, Oh, 
I said, I should introduce you to Jim Cullison. And she was like, could you do that? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I talk to him every Saturday. I said, uh, you know, and she's like, do you think he'd come on my show? I said, Jim loves to talk. I said, I can't speak for him. I said, but, you know, I can definitely. Uh, oh, yeah. So I said, That's uh, cool. yeah, so we, she, we've we, done, you know, in our community, I, I we did podcasts and we have these theme Thursday called the coach shows. And I did uh, a special called the coach edition, kind of like called the podcasting edition. And I interviewed those folks in our community who started podcasts about strengths. And so we interviewed four or five and the whole, the whole intent was to get others excited about podcasting. And sure enough, a couple new ones, you know, you, you interview those guys and a couple weeks later, a few more start popping up and, you know, kind of inspire them. We did the same thing with authors, right? We have probably five or six people who've written books on strengths over the last year or two. And so we just interviewed them in a webcast format and podcast. And sure enough, that inspires the next generation to start doing that, right? So now I, we probably have 10 or 15 people uh, queued up writing books or I bet I have a half a dozen folks queued up getting ready to start their own podcast. And so we'll interview them and you just kind of, you know, lather, rinse, repeat. And it's a good, it's, man, it's been a great, that continues to grow. We had about 750 at the conference. I think we'll do 2,500 next year. It's one of those Holy kinds cow. of things. Everybody said to me, oh, I'm coming back and I'm inviting all my friends. Nice. And, uh, yeah, I'm a three-day conference. You know, well, it's really a day and a half, right? It starts Monday evening at five or the reception, mm -hmm. all day Tuesday, half a day on Wednesday. Super easy to do. You can fly in Monday morning if you want. You can fly out Wednesday afternoon. It's inexpensive at about 500 bucks for the, for the entire conference. We feed you and all that other good stuff. But it's, man, gosh, Dave, uh, just it, it just re-energized me to, you say this all the time, get where your audience is, right? Find them and go to them. Go to their conferences, buy a booth, do something to get out in front of people. Yeah, that's the thing. I was sitting there thinking, you know, I should buy a booth for the School of Podcasting at Podcast Movement. There's no way Lipson would let me do that because we need all hands on deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had yeah. we had four well, people in the booth. And, you kind of get that. Yeah. I mean, with what you're doing, because you had School of Podcasting first, yeah. you get double duty. I mean, don't don't spend your money. Let's take care of that yeah. for you. Yeah. So, what is a booth? What is a booth at Podcast Movement? You know, I don't know. I have no, I just know they're yeah. not cheap. Um, they, yeah, they, they're getting more expensive, I bet, with the popularity of it. Yeah. Now, Anaheim, next year, Anaheim in yeah. August. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Go out and do a little no, I'm, I'm going to be there for sure. This is this is the day. My son's down there. We have friends down there. Yeah. I'm going to make a trip out of it. So, no, I'm, I'm going next year for sure. Well, we forgot to mention at the beginning of the show, if you have a question, um, there's this little thing down there that you click on. I believe it says open seat. And uh, click on that. Come on down. Ask your question. We will... Uh, Preferably something about podcasting would be great. And uh, you're talking about spurring things on. I was talking to, have you ever heard of Sean Smith? He's the mobile pro. Mm -hmm. And I think it's at themobilepro.net is his website. Super nice guy. And he's, uh, he's a, a Christian musician, but he does a lot of work in Guatemala. And he podcasts in Guatemala. And not a lot of bandwidth in Guatemala. And he does it all with stuff in a backpack. I mean, it's all about how to podcast mobile. And he was saying, I asked him, I'm like, well, have you ever had anything, you know, kind of because of my podcast story? And he's like, really, it, what he's done is he says he has a lot of other missionaries now that are starting their own podcast because they heard his, saw how he did it, and now they're starting their own thing. And, I, and it's kind of like you're talking about how, you know, you hear one strengths podcast and then another one and another one. And some of them will make it and some of them will, you know, maybe die off later. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, we've we, had a couple. We've had one die for sure or go on hiatus. It is, yes. Know, the original four <laughs> that started and one's already kind of dropped off. But it's a great way to reach people. In his case, I think, doesn't he like record them and then go someplace where he's got bandwidth? Yeah. And then. And then uploads them. So it's not a direct. It's always recorded. And it's audio only, right? Yeah, because he was saying how when he first started this years ago, uploading pictures was hard. So you can imagine trying to upload audio or video. He said they wanted to do video. And he says what happens is they do these missionary trips. And people, you kind of need, it's weird. Um, thing I've, I've never experienced this. I kind of almost want to do this. If you go to a country where there is like legit poverty, it's kind of hard to come back to the U.S. and adjust. There's, there's a, I forget what he called it, reverse something, something. And uh, he was saying that part of the ways that people deal with it is you have to kind of talk about it. 
And so that's kind of what the podcast is, is for people while they're there to share their stories of what happened while they were there. So um, it's very interesting. But he was saying how that it spurred other people now to to start a podcast. And yeah, he was in a closet when I talked to him last night. We used Ringer. And um, the Ringer is interesting. The one thing it doesn't do that Zencaster does is uh, it doesn't give you it gives you flack files. Um, like .flac mm-hmm. as opposed to wave, which I've never played yep. with, but I understand yep. that's lossless. Mm-hmm. I could not get lossless individual tracks. It was individual tracks, MP3s, a mono file already mixed of a flack. All these operations, but I couldn't get um, couldn't get the uh, high quality. Not that it's bad quality, um, but I couldn't get like a wave file or a flack file, lossless file. Thank you of uh, of both. And I did use. I I just started playing with. And it's a weird name. They call it Cast, but it's, I'll put it in the chat room. It's T-R-Y, and if I was silly, they have a they have a referral thing. I should be putting that in here. It's T-R-Y-C-A dot S-T. So it looks like TriCast, but it's not. And um, it's interesting. Same thing. I haven't checked to see what the, the bit rate is. It's a lot like Zencaster. And the thing I didn't like about Zencaster is when you record in Wave, which is what I wanted, a lossless format, you have to wait 20 minutes for that thing when you're done, depending on how long you interviewed somebody, to upload to you know the website. And so if you do an hour-long podcast it's really or an hour-long interview, it's now an hour and a half for that person to sit there and wait for it to upload. Well, this cast system uploads it while you're doing it. And I think that one of the reasons it does that is is because it's an MP3 file, and I think it's 96 mono. I'll have to double check, but it worked really good, and it has this whole editing thing that I haven't played with yet. But it looks like you could easily go in and insert ads if you wanted to. Um, you can just do basic editing in the cloud, which to me seems a little bit of a head scratcher. But uh, I was like, I'm not sure for there yet. All yeah. the way on audio video. In the cloud, I'm sure it is. Um, you know, I, I do some basic video editing on YouTube in the cloud, and that works. I just think the in depth this week. Uh, I I did an interview last week uh, live, but not you know where there's nobody watching, right. and then I had to pull that out and put it in. We we did that. Well, hey, let's let's talk with Ben Chu on this interview, Ben. And so we you know you flip it over, and I inserted it in, and yeah. then you do it, and they're like, okay. And then so in the live show, you know that of course didn't exist. <laughs> but but we needed that those pieces in there. It was funny because my live my live audience was like, "Hey, wait a minute, we wanted to hear that interview," and I'm like, "Well, you'll have to come back to the recorded show, you know, to get that part of the interview." That kind of edit would be pretty difficult, and maybe not. Uh, YouTube's got some crazy editing tools now yeah. that, uh, but it just seems like online that's a little more difficult to it's do. A little crazy. The other thing that I played with, I had. I feel bad because a guy contacted me and I can't remember his name, but it's a system that allows you to listen to a podcast over the phone. And so I listened to last week's. Now, it's really cool because you can say play the last, go back five, go back two or go back to the latest one. You can pause, things like that, all via your phone. Like a dial-in number? Kind like, of that phone Like a quality. dial-in number, yeah. Wow. And so when I said hit it, ladies, and, and it was like, <laughs> you know, and so when I talked, it was, but I was just kind of like, if I have, this is driving me nuts, I don't have my phone. I feel naked, man. Uh, if I had a phone, I would listen to it, I don't know. On the phone, you know, the little podcast app thingy that they yeah, have there. Right. You would just, yeah, you would just get it. So it's digital, it's made which is for a lot better quality. Yeah, it's made for grandparents that have a flip phone. Is the only thing I can think of. And they have I a thing. Oh, go ahead. Go they ahead. have a thing. The guy came at the booth. I think it's the same guy. Um, if not, then there's two people trying to pimp this service. Um, then he was like, if you have, you know, it was something ridiculous, like twenty thousand listeners. You could make, you know, whatever it was, some outlandish amount of money. And I'm like, dude, we can't get 20,000 listeners of good audio quality. There's no way. You know, I felt bad because I, I kind of, uh, yeah, the 100 CPM guy. And, you, you know, Zeno Live, Daniel. And I just kind of was like, well, I'll be interested to see if it works because it didn't work in 2007 the first time I saw it. Good luck with that. Yeah, I was like. But you think nobody has flip phones. But I was sitting oh. next to a guy on the airplane on um, Sunday night coming in, Monday morning. 
And he pulls out his flip phone and he's like, you know, he's, he's making a call. We, we got delayed. We had to fly to Kansas City first and then they flew us up to Omaha. So he was uh, talking with his with his ride. And uh, at one point he looked at me, he goes, can you order me an Uber? I'm like, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. No, it's like that's yeah. tied to my phone. He was like, oh, he's like, man, I got to get a smartphone. Yeah. But that is the first flip phone I've seen in a long time. So it, it, there are a few. But, Dave, I, those numbers can't be. I mean, that's got to be a business model that would be super tough. To, I, 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 it's there can't be enough there. Maybe in the maybe in the third world that's different, but then they probably have they probably have limits yeah. like minutes and you're burning minutes. Well, I guess it's the thing. It's the here we have we really value bandwidth, but we don't do much with our minutes. No, we have unlimited minutes and we have limited ba- there it's like yeah. vice versa. They have tons Good of around. minutes but they they have very little bandwidth, so they'll gladly burn their minutes. Well, that would make sense, right? Yeah. If you're delivering to the third world or or yeah. you know whatever, if in a, in a place where flip phones are pretty common, and, and that's we, Dave, we really get insulated here in the West oh, from like yeah. what the rest of the world. I mean, you've got to you know go down to any of these countries and and just see how the other the other ninety percent of the world live. And yeah, I think well, you know you think about it that way. If that's the case, and you're able to reach those. Although a lot of those markets aren't English speaking markets. So right. you're, you know, you're in Spanish or you're in something like that. So it's a little bit different. Yeah. The, hey, make, make me the, make me a host real quick. Uh, I, I'll show you a little bit of what we did at our conference from a, from a video perspective. Okay. Just, Survey folks, says, we get this question all the time uh, around. Um, I think you're see, a host think, now. You can kind of see here in some of the, I think maybe later, let's see, later in this you might see people in the background and that kind of adds it's fun because people walk by and they stare at you like, you know, Hey, what are you, what, what are you doing? doing over there? We didn't brand it really well. And I, and I wish there you go. Here's a shot of more people walking in the background. So mm-hmm. you kind of get that feel. We had a lot of people who wanted to come to the conference, but who couldn't. And so this was kind of a little bit of a window into it. So great opportunity to talk about this all the time, but a great opportunity if you can get with conference organizers and say, Hey, I'd like to be your bonus content for the conference. Can we make this arrangement where I get a booth, I get a free booth and I'll provide all the video. We'll interview sessions leaders or keynotes or whatever that will interview the conference organizers. I mean, that kind of stuff can get you some mileage and it's super easy to set up. Yep. You know, this is a little setup stand up booth. So that's kind of what we did this last week worked really, really well. I found a, uh, a cool thing. I'll put a link in the uh, the chat room here. It's called the Stage Rocker uh, Bass Drum Tabletop Boom Mic Stand, and it's basically like the one I've been using. The other one I've been using was thirty bucks. This one's fifteen. This is one of those. It's not just a mic stand. It's a weapon as well. Um, and this is where it's good to know your your quote competition. Um, I've known Daryl Darnell for years now. And he does po- pro, co- oh yeah, easy for me to say, pro podcast solutions. Let me make sure that's the right website. Uh, I believe that's it. Uh, solutions.com. There he is. Yeah. Pro podcast solutions. He's an audio editor. And so he was hired or was going to be hired by the NAM show, the people that do the NAM show, who were going to be in Cleveland, who were there to lobby politicians and such to give money to fund music in schools. And they were going to fly him to Cleveland. And he's like, well, I think I know someone in Cleveland that could do that for you. So he called me and said, would you be interested in doing this? And I was like, "Uh, heck yeah. And so I needed four mic stands. What I did was I, instead of kind of pieces parting stuff together, I bought four Samson Q2Us with the the cheap headphones because they're only going to use once. Um, I had... A little headphone amplifier. I don't know where it, it got lost in the move. So I bought one those of those. Are, those are great, by the way. Yeah, they're, it's awesome. Every every pod, If you're going to podcast live, you should have one of those in your tool bag because it not every in not every situation will that push enough out to the to the earbuds for you to hear it. Yeah. So they're they're not cheap. I mean, you'd expect it to be twenty five or thirty bucks. The good ones I think are in that sixty five to seventy five dollar range, maybe hundred. Yeah, this or was. More, but it's good to have. Yeah, this was at Guitar Center. It was like forty bucks. So yeah. I was like, yeah. "All right," and yeah. um, that's a job. Yeah. So that was uh, so the fun thing was then that we get done, and I told you know I gave the files to, to Daryl, and I'm going to give him kind of a finder's fee for sending that to me. 
Um, and they're doing it, of course. What is it next week? Is the Democratic thing? I think so. And he goes. Republicans uh, were this week, yeah. and the Democrats are next week. So, um, you know, we know John Buchanan is in Philadelphia. And uh, I was like, I think I know somebody who could record that. So that'll be. Uh, so that's again where, you know, it's, know. it's nice to know your. Well, your com- on site recording is not as hard as I think some people make it out to be. And, you know, you got to be careful and you got to do some things with it. But. We do it all the time. I'm getting ready to do some stuff with my phone and that and that mic, you know, that we bought. Mm-hmm. I showed you guys. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to do we're also going to do it with uh, ATR 2100s. Uh, and these are just kind of quick and man on the street interview kind of things that we're going to do. You can do it that way. That my my setup at the conference not t- maybe took me 30 minutes to set up. Yeah. So it's not a terrible setup. You have to have a few things. Power, of course, and Ethernet was helpful. So it's it can be now it can be if you go all that way that can be a little distracting because it's noisy and it's, you know, you've got people like we'd have people walking by looking you know, at us. And you can <laughs> see like, what are they doing over there? I also had people the, towards the end who caught on to what we were doing in the beginning. They were, there are still people, Dave, who don't know what a webcast or a podcast is, right? They're like, what is this thing right. that you're, you know? So, but there were some coaches who caught on during the course of it. And when we had finished, they would come over and talk to me. What, so what are you doing over there? And so I tell them and they're like, any chance I could get in on that? You know, they were, they were kind of probing me to see if, and I was like, oh, sorry, we already finished up, you know, we're done. And so it was a great way for your, it, for your niche, too, to get, ad, you know, to, for you to advertise what you're doing and for them to kind of introduce them. You can grab their phone. This is a perfect thing. You can grab their phone and just set it up for them, right? Well, hey, I'm going to subscribe to you right now Well, and uh, get them set up. Harry Duran from Podcast Junkies um, does a thing where you can buy he he had tons of those yellow podcast junkie shirts i got one and um you can buy one for 10 bucks or you can get one for free if you subscribe in front of him on your phone nice and i was like that's a cool way of doing it is, is it was it worth 10 bucks well he probably paid five for those shirts yeah. so is it worth five bucks do you think is, is, a, is a listener worth five bucks if you got the budget yeah. yeah so yeah, i thought that was an interesting way of uh doing and you saw those shirts everywhere so. Let me let me throw this out to the chat room. Real interested in your opinion. What is a, a what is one listener worth to you dollar wise? And I'm you know what do you think? Is it a dollar fifty cents? A dollar fifty? Nothing. You know if you were going to pay, if you could pay per listener and get real listeners on that, and Eileen, real dollars. <laughs> yeah, not a million. And I'm, I'm trying to actually have a real conversation in the chat room, guys. <laughs> if you if you could take this seriously for just a second, but. It what 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 do you think that what do you think that's worth, Dave? I mean, what do you think? I mean, and again, it depends on what you're trying to do with your podcast. But this cost per listener idea of when when we pay for things, I I think especially in advertising, when we got to think like what are we what are we paying and what are we gaining, and then what's the value of that customer back? And God bless you if you can throw your money out there out and just burn it on listeners do that but from a business standpoint i think that's really important i think glenn the geek probably calculates what his cost per listener is yeah when he thinks about and this is listener acquisition that we're talking about what do you think that's worth to you because if if the average a lot yeah if the uh because if somebody like right now the the median right 50 percent above 50 percent below is about 200 downloads so like what would you pay to get 200 downloads per episode yeah you know, yeah, if you could pay, if you could pay to get that done, what would it, and then, and then what's your average cost yeah. to acquire business thinks about this all the time. Like what does it, you know, banks, when they give away $300, I think, um, bank of the West is doing this right now. If you open an account and set your direct deposit to it and, and, uh, do three transactions, you get 300 bucks three months later or something like that. Right. Obviously they have figured out that, th- that they can give away 300 bucks and they're going to make that up in fees over the next year or whatever. Right. So they're willing to, you know, separate $300 from them for them. The cost of acquisition, $300 is worth it. They figured out what that is. And I think that's interesting from a podcaster to think, and if you're hobby, if you're a hobbyist, it may not matter. Right. Steven is but, saying this kind of makes his brain fizzle a little bit because he is a, a diehard. I'm doing it for the fun of it. So to think of a listener as a dollar, he's kind of like, hmm, not sure if that. Uh... Not you're not. Don't don't think of it that way, right? You're not. This isn't how much they're worth, right? It's how much does it cost you to acquire them, right? And so when you think about 
that how much does that one and it's in your it's going to be you say this all the time it's, you're either going to pay for it or it's going to be in your time yeah right and so when i when i publish a show i spend probably two hours putting it on twitter and facebook and right all those social things that's worth my time is worth something to me and so even if it's fun my fun time is worth something to me as well. And if it's pure fun and you just really love it, well, great. Then then it's not a big deal. But there is a segment of folks that are doing a podcasting where, where you know, you think that price of acquisition is important. So it's I, I think sometimes we have to think about that. We're doing all these things. We buy stickers or we do T-shirts, right? And we right. think, okay, how many listeners are we picking up? And what was the cost of acquisition per listener? And, and uh, some ways are more efficient than others. I started, and apparently my phone is with my wallet. Everything is normally here, so it's probably in my car, if I remember this, because I was out this morning. Um, but on my card now, I have a, a coupon code for my business cards, just to see, as I'm handing these out, you know, is anybody actually, is that referring business to me? Right, yeah, it's that good. kind of thing. It's good. Business yeah. cards aren't terribly expensive, no, right? Maybe really cheap. 20 bucks for 2000 yeah. something like that. And a great thing about that time or money thing um, I had a just it was like well number one it was a full moon this week and I had a number like I had two in one day of people that had signed up for a consulting call and then didn't show up now the the one I had one yesterday I should have known because his phone number was two three four dash five six seven dot you know what I mean it was like kind of obvious and if I would have looked it was like and he didn't give me his full name it was like S Thomas so I should have known that one was bogus. But what I've done is I use a program called a pointlet. And for my, I know a lot of people use schedule once, but I use a pointlet and I got in when it was brand new and I like it because it really handles the time zone thing. I'm sure schedule once does a good job with that, but this one really, I've had problems with time zones a lot. And after that, I now have set up, I'm paying an extra, I want to say it's an extra 15 bucks now. I upgraded to the plan where now if you schedule a coaching call, you pay for it right there. So because I'm just like, I'm tired of because it was always like, hey, we'll schedule the coaching call. And that way, if it goes long, I'll send you a, uh, you know, a different invoice, things like that. And so then I was constantly then hounding people to go. And I never I have only been stiffed like once or twice on this. Um, But pretty much it was always, you know, chasing them down and then dealing And I use FreshBooks. So FreshBooks was nice because it would tack on late fees, but then have people upset that, why am I getting charged a late fee? And I'm like, because it says at the bottom of the invoice, since I've already done this work, please pay me now, you know? So yeah, I'm going to pay an extra 15 bucks. But on the other hand, I've eliminated that headache. And I don't think I'm going to have people that sign up for fun that want to say, you know, you can always tell when it's a 13 year old boy that's like, what would you like to talk about? And like, how loud my farts are? And I'm like, okay, I think that's a, I think that's a fake booking. (laughs) Why do people do that? I, I don't, I get things on my what, chat. What is it? We've talked about talk.io. I get, occasionally, it's oh, like, yeah. you had an offline message, and it's like, you know, how big is your junk? I'm like, okay, great, wonderful. I, I, we, you know, we used to get that kind of here in Blab until everybody yeah. everybody walked away from Blab. But you're like, what is the motivation there? I never I never quite understood what, you know, why that made people feel good. So, hey, uh, any other – did you last week you spend much time talking about podcast movement, or have you, have you already moved on? Here's the thing about it. Uh, people go, what was your big takeaway? My big takeaway was I was really busy at the booth. I mean, I didn't get to walk around to the booth. The only time I got to see the booth was on the last day, like the last half hour. People finally started to kind of like, you know, mosey on out. And so, um, and at that point, I had given the Libsyn pitch 8 million times, and I really didn't want to force somebody else to give their pitch. I walked over and talked to the podcaster toolkit guy. But other than that, I really didn't get to, and I didn't go to any sessions. I saw about 14 seconds of Cliff Ravenscrafts because I wanted to see, I wanted, I, I wanted to, I didn't get to talk to Cliff at all. Um, and I just wanted to see what he looked like in person. And I was like, wow, he really is skinny. Misty what? says here, I was at an event where Alan Young, the, uh, with Inc. Magazine was at the back of a room interviewing the speakers at the back of the room. Uh, that would be a cool thing. So yeah, obviously oh, yeah. yeah, events are, no. It's it's great if you can get with the session organizers and get access to keynotes and session leaders. Uh, they'll almost always do it. Keynotes are a little bit harder, but uh, out of the four or five that I've done in the last year or so, I've gotten every keynote. We've gotten some really good ones, and it, it actually gives you a great shot. It's a pretty popular, right? Usually the keynotes are some pretty popular folks, and 
I don't have any problem getting those keynotes to show up at my booth. And they've done this before. And so they sit down, you know, like, hey, what are you going to ask me? And I'm going to think all about you. And usually they're ready for that. Yeah. Right. And so it's one of those uh, one of those pieces to get you some great, you know, to get you some great exposure. David, we, when we when I work our booth, our Gallup booth at big conferences like that, one of the tricks that we've kind of learned is to group people like we'll get lines and I hate lines. Mm hmm. And so instead of, you know, instead of doing everyone with the same pitch, you know, one-on-one -on -one every time, I'll bring in groups of five or six and say, hey, let's just, your time is valuable. Our time is valuable. Let's, let me talk to all you guys at once. And we'll just do that overarching pitch and then let them ask questions individually. And man, it goes so much faster. It keeps That's the a great idea. Cause it yeah. was, that was the whole thing is, A, I'd have people that wanted to talk Libsyn and I had some people that wanted to say hi and right. it was really and and it you know podcasters like to talk and i'd be like hey it was so great for you to stop by the booth thank you so much and they'd keep talking and i'm like man i'm so glad you stopped by and they would just keep talking and i'm like meanwhile i look over and there's rob and elsie and crystal and they've got three people deep and i'm like i really and so finally i'm just like i got to start talking podcasting and they're like oh, yeah. okay so yeah but yeah. that's a it's great hard. idea yeah, to go. we just do them in groups. We do them in groups, five or six at a time. Usually, they understand. You know, they they don't want to wait in line. You know, yeah. we don't we don't allow lines at our booth. We work usually. We'll have two or three of us, and we we'll go to some locations where we'll, we'll see five or six hundred people in a five hour uh you know in a five hour block, and that's the only way you get through them all. They all in this case they all want jobs, so they're trying to interview with us. We don't interview on the spot, which makes it easier. <laughs> but it's like you don't. Uh, yeah, no. Give me your resume. I'm not busy at all right now. It would be impossible, right? <laughs> but that would work in a podcast scenario. That would work. Yeah. Uh, that might work nicely, a nice way to kind of plow through those crowds. But you're right, Dave, in your case, because you're, you've got, you know, you have an audience that wants to talk to you. Yeah. And it's crazy. That's like, this is their shot. And they're like, I've waited for this. I came to podcast movement so I could talk to the Dave Jackson. And, and, uh, and then you're like, sorry, I got like, I have like one minute to give you. And it's so hard. It's very hard. So many people. Yeah. yeah. I, I did bump into, uh, some folks from Spotify, which was interesting because, uh, it was myself and, um, Rob Walsh was there as well. And to ever so uncomfortably tell them, cause they're like, well, what are you hearing? And we had to politely, now this isn't what we said, I'm going to paraphrase, but we basically said, um, people are starting to hate you because uh, you're not letting anybody into your, your directory is basically how we put it much more eloquently than that. And it was fun because they're like, well, we need what behind the scenes, we need this and that. And Rob's like, we can, we can have a form that, that will give you that information. So it was politely just kind of going. And what they basically said is they're working on it. And I'm kind of like, mm, you've kind of been working on it for about a year, but, uh. So it's, we'll, it's over their opportunity. They've missed their I mean, yeah. the ship has gone out. Yeah. iHeartRadio is uh, interesting. That's the new thing at Libsyn. You can now have your show into iHeartRadio. If you've been with the show, uh, with the show, with uh, Libsyn for two months and it's MP3. So if you're doing M4As or something, no, it's MP3s. And then the other thing is, um, which I'm interested because they told us it was going to be about a week. If you submit your show about a week and, um, from what I've seen, it's maybe not a week, but it's not months like the other one. But uh, I, I saw um, a couple people. I know um, Jessica Rhodes said it for her it was a couple days. And I was like, well, that's cool. So I'll have to. Spreaker's uh, still doing it. Spreaker's still doing it. Okay. Um, it's kind of fun watching. It's interesting watching all the media hosts um, kind of take on each other's stuff. Yeah. You know I mean, because yeah. like, like Spreaker was iHeartRadio and YouTube. Well, now so does Libsyn. Um, you know, on the other hand, here he is all medicated. Mr. Uh, there he is, Mr. Up, uh, Kenny Stone himself, my friend. How are you? Oh, great. I went from being the uh, the vet guy to the kidney stone guy. That's it. <laughs> hey, just wanted to uh, just say that uh, I took uh, some of y'all's advice a couple weeks ago. My son and I went out to uh, a doomsdayer convention, a bunch of survivalists. Uh, they had billboards all around the Raleigh area. Uh, took some of my living the vet life uh, business cards and anybody who I saw wearing a vet hat like uh, like mine up here. Ugh. There we go. Uh, I went ahead and uh, handed out the living the vet life business card, too. So hopefully that's going to be drumming up some more listeners into uh, into the podcast. That's how you do it, my friend. That's great. 
It's a great so, way yeah, to do it. Talking a bit earlier about going where they're at. That was me going where they were at. Uh, how how many cards? How many cards do you think you handed out? I probably handed out about twenty or thirty. I only handed them out to the ones who I saw wearing the uh, the vet hats. What was the response that you got back from them when you when you'd meet them? I was just like, you know, hey, nice. Oh, wow, another vet. You know, uh, hey, I was in the Navy. We did that little thing. Well, where were you at? What'd you do? Kind of mm-hmm. thing. And then I uh, then I hit them up with with the business card, and they were like, oh, hey, man, I'll check this out. Uh, most of them seem to know what podcasts were, and so that was a plus. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so we're uh, we're hopefully going to be picking up some listeners that way. But uh, just want to say thank you, Dave, for your kind words this week as I've been going through my uh, oh man craziness of going back and forth to the hospital and all. There's no greater pain. He had Pikachu come visit him in the hospital. Though. That was great. So. Yeah, sitting there in the in the hospital bed catching Pikachu. Awesome. So, but uh, so hopefully I'll be able to get a, an episode or two out before uh, before my sur- my big surgery on the eighth. Um, but uh, trying to uh, just uh, keep it going as best I can here. Well, in, yeah. in in the event that you can't get that out, just remember, no one will punch you in the face. There we go. So, uh, you know, I think people will understand that you're dealing with kidney stones, and they're like, "What do you mean? There's no episode." Yeah. yeah well, that's one of the big things. A lot of us that came back from Iraq were getting kidney stones now because the water they were giving us over there it wasn't um, like Deer Park water or something like that. They were desalinizing the water out of these lakes. And a lot of us are now are coming back with kidney stones. Mm, wonderful. So, uh, and apparently, it's, it's an ongoing problem. It's like a kidney stone the size of your head, apparently, because it's not 14 millimeter. I don't even want to know how big that is. I mean, I'm such a dumb American. It's, uh, yeah, I'm like, there you that's, go. yeah. Not yeah, something so you can I'm pee have out. To drill in through my back to get it, so it's not going to be very much fun. Oh, ouch! Wow. Well, hang in there, my yeah. friend. That's ridiculous. Yeah, dude, rest well. Get some. Thank yeah, thank heal you. Well, I definitely made sure I was medicated enough to sit in the chair for uh, for this hour this morning. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. I to make sure I heard the beautiful. Job. And yeah, your, you bet, Rob. And Great your website dad. is uh, livingthevetlife.com, where I'm trying to help veterans get all the benefits they have earned through their service to the United States military. Thank you, it's my awesome. friend. Cool. Awesome. All right. Take care, guys. We'll Good job, you. Rob. Good luck. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy talk right there. Wow. <laughs> wow. I drink a lot of coffee, and that there's also a danger of kidney stones for for those of us who are big coffee drinkers. So it's, man, well, that's good work, Rob. Uh, it it He's doing it. Like, he's going out. He, he, he finding the vets, meeting them person by person. And I bet his hit rate, it's be hard to measure. You you put a coupon code in your yeah. on your car it that makes be, it easy to measure. It'd be great. But I bet his his conversion rate's pretty high out of that. I would imagine because he met him like they know him. Yeah, exactly. It'd be better if I think about it. Instead of a coupon code, if it was schoolofpodcasting.com dot com slash card, then yeah. that would be then I could measure a, how many people actually him. went through. Yeah. Do you guys so. give out anything in the booth at T shirts. Okay. T-shirts and uh, for anybody sti- or just- uh, Libsyn customers, and then stickers for non-customers. Okay. So coming in, the one and only. Hopefully, he'll bring his dog. Um, he got a new beagle puppy that is absolutely adorable. And uh, Mike, you've hit a snag, my friend. Mike Dell from uh, PodcastHelpDesk.com. Oh, 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 there he is, there and there he's there. got the dog. Excellent. Oh yeah, yeah. Got that's why I came in. I see. Last week, I, I had a house full of people and the the decibel level even down here was beyond (laughs) where i could help dave out but uh, yeah Mm. this is benny awesome love it love it well see he's 11 weeks now so and he likes to bite everything and pull cords and (laughs) great (laughs) he pulled my laptop off the desk here a while back Excellent. Ouch. Bites Ouch. and things, but I've been wanting to get a dog. But my wife is like, we do not need another child. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this I is like having a toddler again. They're work though. <laughs> those, those beagles are some work. So, is this the first time you've had one? No, no. I I lost my four year old beagle about two months ago, and okay. and uh, yeah, about two weeks, and we couldn't stand the house being that empty, so we. Good call. Pick this guy up. So, uh, he's trying to bite your hand right now. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> trying to bite everything. He he. If you if you do that, he he he'll lick. But. He'll be a, he'll be. Oh well, very cute dog. But uh, yeah, about podcast movement. That that was uh, that's the first time I'd been to it, and of course I had the same problem Dave had. I never heard they got out of the booth, but uh, it was a very nice uh, show. Good to see everybody. Lots of new faces. Yeah. 
Lots of people that I never heard of. One huge takeaway. Um, it was not a big giant sausage party. There were women everywhere. Oh, yeah. I, I remember oh, every yeah. time I would finally sneak away to go to the bathroom, there was like this hallway with chairs leading down the hall. And every time I went down there, it was like women, 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 a yeah. dude. And I was like, wow, that's that's completely backwards from, say, five, ten years ago. So which was really encouraging. So and did you uh, you probably had the same experience I had, Dave. Uh, every once in a while, someone you'd, you'd hear someone from afar off going, going, Dave Jackson, you're my hero. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. I yeah. got that, you know, for me, I'd say at least once every couple hours, somebody come running up. You've saved my life. La, da, da, da. <laughs> Yeah, feels good, doesn't it? It was. Oh, it's, it's a feels big great. ego boost. <laughs> it was yeah. really, really cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool when you meet your listeners and you've helped them in some way, and they're appreciative. Well, you know? while you're here, Mike, I was hoping uh, last week to to drill you about this. Not drill. Drill sounds negative. Um, <laughs> but the one thing, because we were just talking about how all the all the podcast hosting companies. So I work for Libsyn. Yeah. Uh, Mike works for Blueberry. Um, you know, we all kind of like match each other. Somebody comes out with a new feature, then they come out with a feature and blah, blah, blah. So you guys' new feature is podcast. It's, it's help me with it. WordPress sites, Word, Word, Blueberry Power sites? Press sites, PowerPress sites. Thank you. It's uh, well, the first iteration, let me get this dog off. Driving <laughs> crazy. Uh, the, uh, the, the whole idea behind it is, okay, you've got WordPress.com out there where you can, you know, just sign up at whatever.wordpress.com, but it's very podcast unfriendly. So we wanted to do a podcast friendly version of that. And that's the first iteration. We call it basic. And that comes free with any hosting account at Blueberry. And then coming out really soon, we're going to have the deluxe sites where you can, you have a little more flexibility on plugins and, and whatnot, and you can map your domain to it. And of course that comes at an extra cost, but it's completely managed. You know, we take care of all the updating. We take care of, you know, everything on the back end. All you have to do is post. And with that package, you have a preset list of like the most popular plugins but you can't add your own is that how that works uh, with the basic we just have the basic plugins so we took a survey of the community pretty much and say hey, which plugins are you using we picked you know four or five that uh, everybody seemed to be using and put that into the basic now that's going to evolve you know if people right. clamor for no not clamor but you know if people <laughs> people uh, ask for a particular plugin a lot we'll probably add that to the mix that's right. the the beauty of it is you know we've got complete control over exactly what we allow no conflict that keeps everything stable keeps everything running good it's on a massive server so bandwidth will never be a problem nice yeah, yeah so it, it's it's kind of a cool product and we've been working on it for, well they announced it back at the last NMX a year and a half ago Maybe just and a little early on that. Maybe a little early. Yeah, I've told him. I, I said, unless you're ready to beta test, don't announce anything. <laughs> oh, Todd, he gets excited, you know. <laughs> oh, that was great. Uh, you know, just we were under pressure to get that done, and then uh, of course the other thing that we announced at, at uh, Podcast Movement was the the uh, Podcaster Radio, the re mm-hmm. the re uh, imagined version of that because last time we. Had that, the uh, company we partnered with went out of business 14 days later. So yeah. that was a big flop. That's awkward. Yeah. Yeah. So this one's a lot nicer, uh, cheaper. Uh, you know, the, the people behind it are definitely, uh, you know, definitely more engaged. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Cool. And it's, it's kind of neat. If you want to see a, you know, example of that, I have it running over at podcasthelpdesk.com. Yeah. I like the fact yeah. that it automatically rotates your your uh, yeah it, it picks up from your feed you don't have to deal with playlists yeah. it takes your feed and just adds the next one in and then puts the last three in a loop that's yeah. how that works and and the play on that is distribution you know you can get on sonos you can get on itunes streaming the true streaming not not uh you know what not some podcasters thing. call streaming yeah and you know a lot of people in offices listen to uh, streaming radio because you know it's just it's just there and so you know if you're going to get on that my, my suggestion is is uh, treat it like a radio show so instead of uh, announcing your guest once if you have guests announce them every so often so that you know people that are joining the stream in the middle know who they're listening to and 
and you know say, you know go to my website subscribe you you know you can possibly gain gain listeners that way you know who knows how popular it is you know it's going to be but uh we're having a you know it's, you know sales wise it's it's pretty popular so nice. far excellent you know? well that's good to hear yeah i know i have i use a different company cuz it this didn't exist when i did my streaming station and we did a thing last week where I was like, and nobody listens. And then I looked at my stats and I was like, actually, people are listening. I was really surprised yeah. that because it used to be like, you know, a dozen or 13. And it was, you know, I forget what it was, but it was like 50 people or so that I was like, OK. And I'm, you know, paying, you know, next to nothing for it. It's just with uh, with your system, it's automated with mine. I had to go to each. It's like listing things in iTunes. You have to go to yeah, these directories a, and list it make there. make a playlist. Yeah. Uh, that's how the original podcast to radio was. Yeah. Now this much easier and they're going to have different tiers and different options that's going to be evolving it's uh, with a company called the stream guys yeah and uh, they're a pretty decent outfit cool. and then one other quick thing uh, yeah. PowerPress users whether you're hosting with us or anybody uh, we now have a tune in subscribe link available in PowerPress nice the newest update yesterday and uh, pretty soon we're going to have Facebook instant articles yeah. built in to PowerPress. Nice. So, anyway, work. just some of the stuff. But, yeah, we had a good time. Uh, got to hang out with Dave and the rest of the Lipson crew there at the, at yeah. the bar one night. And, yeah, it's kind of uh, weird. The, the one night I went and it was Rob Greenlee and, yeah. and Rob Walsh. And then the one night it was uh, I got to hang out with you. And I was like, we're, you know, like if you go to like a shoe conference do you see nike hanging out with adidas hanging out <laughs> no. with i don't know that we that, hung out with a guy from uh, uh one night we were, we were there with uh oh andy what's his name the guy that's running uh blog talk oh andy toe andy toe he's, yeah he's and, uh, a trip he's a character isn't he <laughs> he's he's uh well here's the interesting thing about blog talk they just said it, they're, they're kind of getting a not getting away they're de-emphasizing their phone bridge yeah. and they're just kind of look we are a media host with great stats um we have advertisers yada 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 so they're they're kind of de-emphasizing that because they know there's no way to get good audio out of the phone and when i talked to him i'm like what's the deal with the beta like when we were using it and he said they're up against the law of physics something with, yeah that's with, what he said to with, us too with, with yeah. packet losses that somehow they just can't make it whatever a hundred percent stable and, and I'm paraphrasing here. But I yeah. kudos to them for not releasing something that isn't quite right. But uh certainly so it's it's kind of one of those where it's like okay, interesting. So they're kind of just trying to pin themselves more as, you know, a straight media host. Because if you upload a file to them, they don't downsample it like it is, you know, when you're using the phone. So yeah. I thought that was somebody had a question for me. Oh. I, I don't see it anywhere. But he was asking. I, it was like a blab alternative. And oh yeah, I saw that. Goodbye too. Mimi, something. It was a really long. Yes, yeah, the, the star next star networks are interesting because you actually get kind of a producer to help you, and so you call in. I think they have a voice over IP option. You call in. You have this producer. You set up the time to interview the person, and then they connect with you. They get your host there with you, and then they'll say. Okay, go and boom, you're on. And then when it's time for a commercial break, and they have commercials, yes, like, you know, in there, it's time for a commercial break. There, then you know they end up and they're like, okay, we're going to go to break. We'll be back in a minute. You know, and you yeah, sort, of, sort of like rent rent a slot on your local radio station. Type no, right on. Yeah, yeah, I did an interview on one of those one time. One of our Gallup yeah coaches was using Star Networks as it, and he liked it. He's now moving on to kind of his own self hosted type deal, but. Um, for the for the person who knows nothing and really wants to mess with nothing, and if you're willing to pay to have all that other stuff done for you, because you're going to pay for it in this in the Star Network. It's, oh yeah, it's, you know, um, it's not a bad. I mean, you're going to pay for it because you're going to have other people's ads on your right. <laughs> on your uh, show, and uh, it he, he it worked for him. So it's yeah, that, that's the difference between something like that and something like Lipson, Blueberry, Spreaker, you know. Th- those companies, you know, expect you to kind of learn something and do it kind of yourself, right. you know, not into the production side of things, uh, more just, uh, you know, services, hosting, websites, whatever. 
and I should say starworldwidenetworks.com if you're for the audio version of that you're if you want to check that out I you know again it's an all-in-one solution they're they're doing some stuff and it's kind of streaming and you can kind of get a podcast out of it but yeah you know for the traditional self-hosting podcasters it's a little different a little bit of a different scenario they they kind of walk you through the hard parts I got interviewed on one of those and it was you you just kind of pop in and they're like okay we're going to go live in a few minutes and blah 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 and when they went to commercial you just sat there we're like and then the music right. playing in the background and we're back you know yeah. except i couldn't hear the music that was the weird part and um from what i've seen when you do things like that it is not um it's not for the person that wants to spend ten dollars a month to uh to do that speaking of ten dollars a month um what john buchanis is doing over at audio editing solutions i think and john correct me if i'm wrong i think he's here today um, he's doing a thing now with, cause he's the guy behind she podcast. He's the, the audio editor of that show. And what, what this try dot, I hate, I'm just going to call it cast. That's what they call it. Um, I think he's there. He basically starts the session and then invites, um, Elsie and Jessica in. And so he's acting kind of as the audio editor or the, the producer or the engineer, I guess would be a better way of saying that. So that, um, when they're done, that the, both their files upload and he's got it and he can go to work on it. So it's it's interesting that way. So I, I, I can see where that might take off a bit where people like I had somebody yesterday that they had bought an, an old program I used to recommend to record Skype and it doesn't work anymore. And uh, so they're like, what do I do now? And they were, they were kind of looking for me to hop on and record them doing an interview with somebody else. And I was like, well, number one, uh, I'm kind of at work right now. Uh, and, uh, so that, that didn't quite, uh, work, but I could see something like that working where, um, you know, if somebody had the budget, they could go in and, uh, you know, basic I'm having incoming bandwidth issues here. So I'm going to drop off. Okay. All right, Mike. Thank Good you, Mike. you, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to see. Yeah. Ta -ta. Oh, doggone it. I was going to, um, I thought I had, yes, I do. Here we go. Uh, see, this is gets confusing because their referral link, if you want to check this out, is cast.rocks slash 4447. That's convenient. See, I need to set that up with a pretty link. Mm -hmm. um, but And even that, you don't earn money. You earned a, you earn credit. credit for like your that. account. And what it is, it's, it's 10 bucks a month for 10 hours. So... To me, I'm like, mm, aside from the, the, the fact that, and I need to see what the MP3 file is. Uh, I recorded, um, Troy Heinrichs is going to be on the School of Podcasting this week. So we recorded it using that. And a really interesting story. Um, talk about the power of a tweet. You'll, you'll hear time and time again where this guy reached out to people. And it just, they're like, sure, I'll do that. And he's like, really? Okay. I mean, the guy's hanging out. He does a show about uh, the blacklist exposed. So spoiler alert, if you listen to the School of Podcasting, he ends up hanging out with the guy that created the show. Oh, that's awesome. And it's a fun story listening to yeah. how he, he gets there. Yeah. You know, if that connection is made right, it's not awkward for those people, right? But you have to right. make that connection right. If you go bug them or pest them or, you know, press through their press people or whatever, you know, sometimes they're like, eh, you're trying a little too hard. But if you get that moment, and I found for tech, you know, for the tech gadget stuff, I don't get everybody this way, but a little tweet like, hey, I got a podcast to be interested in promoting your product. Uh, as you, when you come on and talk about it, are you interested? And most times they just say yes, and then I don't yeah. bother them. I just, I don't, I don't ask them to retweet me. I don't, you know, hey, can you promote the show coming up? And, you know, some of those kinds of things. I just, I just let them come on the show for content. And so it's a great way to, you know, oftentimes they come in and, and we get them and they're done and they, they deliver what they should. The value is in the content of the program. If we get a retweet from them or whatever, that's great. You know, yeah. we, we certainly afford it. A couple of questions, though, while we're bringing in uh, Mr. Naughty Bits. Anybody know of any um, uh, reviews that were not done by a vendor or a presenter that were particularly good around podcast movement, Dave? I know John Lee Dumas has got one out there yeah. at, at EOF, but any others that you know of? No, that, and that's the one thing that I was really missing where usually when I go to these events, somebody will be like, did you hear so-and-so session? Oh, it was so – and everybody – kind of in a way took my own advice, which was if you have a choice of having a conversation in the hallway or going to a session and the conversation in the hallway is really good, stay in the hallway. So I think we're all waiting for the virtual ticket to come out because I know I'm dying to hear Rob Walsh's uh, thing about how all the BS is 
or all the marketing ideas are BS. I'm waiting for the virtual ticket. And I'm sure there's some really good stuff in there. I heard one about a woman saying how having a podcast is like having a baby. Uh, and, and she kind of, now this is, it was kind of interesting cause it was somewhat controversial cause this is a woman who's from NPR. And so all the indie pod, in, all the indie podcasters like, yeah, it's like having a baby and you have 15 nannies and, <laughs> and you don't have to do much for it. We, so uh, interesting. we have a saying in Omaha, our, our uh, marketing folks here at the chamber came up with this billboard. It said, we're only as boring as you are. And I think podcast movement fits into that same kind of deal. It's only as good as you make it. They've they've got all the podcasters there. They've got all the vendors there. Yeah, you, how you work it is what matters. And so you could go there and want to be spoon fed. I mean, not be great. If you go there and kind of expect to work it, I think uh, you're going to have a tremendous time. And so it's a lot of work. Conferences are if you're going to go and really work it for its full value. Uh, it's a ton of work. Yeah, my session went much better than expected because I wasn't sure if anybody was going to show up. And there was this little corner back where all the vendors were. It was kind of an open area place. It was kind of noisy, but they had, you know, I had a mic and I just had like, I would say, oh, somewhere between 10 and 20 people of which about seven of them had a lot of questions. And so it was, you know, just question after question after question. So it was kind of like a live ask the podcast coach, except I got to run around and put microphones in people's faces and things like that. So that went really well. I I love that because I did zero prep for it. I, I like the night before I made three slides to kind of just explain, you know, you have to know who your audience is and that whole nine yards. But uh, um, Mark is going to try Mark Johansson. He's in the chat room. He's been he, he's going to try to resurrect that audio because I told him, I said, I'm just going to go through and take the questions and then I'll just re-record the answers. And he's like, no, no, I think I can save it. So I'm like. I don't know, man, because when I put my pulse on that audio file, it was like D-O-A because it's just tons of background noise. And that's where I learned. And and looking back, I was like, duh, I put the recorder on the podium because that's where I was. Well, I wasn't on the podium. I was walking around with a wire. I should have stuck it in front of a speaker. And uh, so Mr. Naughty Bits, apparently um, it's not letting you in. Or at least the the camera, or you, you almost needed a uh, lapel of yourself in going into a recorder in your pocket that you just carried around. Yeah. The, the latest, uh, I think it's uh, Radio Lab talks about a guy who did that for years. Yes. He recorded two thousand hours of audio on himself, and he had this set up, and he felt like uh, at times that he couldn't live without recording himself. It was really weird. He felt awkward when he wasn't recording himself, and yet when he freed himself from it. He felt like he could live more in the moment. Not nothing about podcasting there, but his setup uh, that he that he rigged up to keep this recorder in his pocket and then a little lapel mic up here so he could record himself. It'd be great when you're speaking to be able to capture that because yeah. handheld recorder is not going to do it. The mic and you're not going to get great access to the sound equipment that's in that room when you're doing it. It's hard to get set up and hard to get good levels. So let's do this. So, Mr. Naughty Bits, we were, I'm going to let you in after we uh, wrap up the show here. But um, it was nice to have the band back together. It was good to be back, Dave. And I'll put a video. We didn't thank our awesome supporters. I did find this out this morning, that I've really been doing the, the awesome supporters wrong. Nope. <laughs> because you're only supposed to get mentioned if you donate or, or support of $10 or more. And I'm just reading everybody's oh. names. And I'm like, oh, if I was an awesome supporter, I'd be like, what the heck? Um, so... We want, well, obviously, we thank all of our supporters, but a special thank you to Andy Sokolovich, Josh Rivers, uh, Barry Kessler, Frank Brill, Dale Henninger uh, for being an awesome supporter. If you'd like to support the show, go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. Uh, speaking of that, Frank and Dale, I need your website so I can uh, put links to that as well. So uh, thanks to that. Jim, anything exciting coming up on. Uh, yeah, we just released an episode on Windows 10, everything you need to know with the changes coming on July 29th. The free upgrade goes away August 2nd. A big, gigantic update's coming for Windows 10. So if you're in that space at all on gadgets, uh, we actually have a little mini PC as well. We interviewed their ch- senior engineer for it, uh, theaverageguy.tv, and look for Home Gadget Geeks 270. Nice. And uh, I already mentioned this week, um, Troy Heinrichs will be... Uh, the interview and also I will put this in the chat room if you go to and I need to get its own website themessengers.libson.com this is a uh, narrative style podcast that I'm doing about a podcast documentary that's being made so I'm giving you the behind the scenes 
on that. And um, the actual website for the podcast is themessengersdoc.com. And so that's a whole other topic that I have no control over the podcast, but I have control over the podcast. So with that, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you again next week with another episode of Ask the Podcast Coach. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world one download at a time.